Welcome to another episode of the AAK Podcast. This is your host, Toya Racinara, the host of the Average African Kid Podcast. And today, we're bringing to you more insights into camp life. Yeah, camp life and how youth service is really going, the behind the scenes stories. Okay, today we have another guest on our hands. Yes, you're going to enjoy this one. So, a warm welcome as we introduce a special guest right here. Okay, welcome sir, can you tell us your name? Uh, my name is Dr. Iyoke Ignatius Ifain. Ooh, Dr. Uh, Iyoke Ignatius Ifain, yeah. yes, nice, nice. So wh- where from? I am from Enugu State actually. Nice, nice. Mm. So first of all, like this is like the biggest question people have about doctors in camp. How is it being a doctor in youth service camp? Um... Just like being out there, like the normal experiencing patients, it's just that you face some challenges since uh, the camp lacks some equipment to carry out some tests and some other things. You just have to like, you know, that's when your experience comes in, mm-hmm. what you've actually gathered while you're training and all those, your internship. So it's not been easy, but we all glory to God that for now we've not had any challenge that is above us in the clinic. Mm-hmm. So that's really good. So that means you guys have to like, because you don't have some all the tests, you guys have to like eyeball some things and treat them that way. Yes, that exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. That's mm-hmm. what we'll do. That's when your experience comes in. Like I said, mm-hmm. you have to like okay, think, use your experience because the equipment are not actually. The clinic in the camp was not fortified like mm-hmm. normal hospitals. But anyone that's above us, we can always refer outside. Okay. So okay. they take the patient to a maybe a tertiary hospital where oh, he can get to okay. she or she can get a good proper care. Okay, okay, so that's, that's really nice. And do you guys have any any doctors who are overseeing you? Someone who has already gone through the the service who's already like established in their fields yes yes we have our senior colleagues and there's a person who is uh heading the clinic that will call head of the clinic Mm -hmm. so who is everything which because this hospital is uh, an organization i don't know it's an organum so where do we if everything is just fixed together we there's a way cada there by cada and there's a senior colleague doctor that's always there that will always like refer things to like when he gets out of our own Mm -hmm. control Mm-hmm. So we'll seek for his own opinion and mm-hmm. his experience to guide us on what to do. Oh, wow. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. So I was actually went to the hospital um, like last week because I was going to check if they needed any help. I'm in the medical field too. Not a, not yet a doctor, but and I was told that you guys have like 40 doctors there right now. Actually. So how, how, is, how is that? <laughs> hey, on the other side, it's good. On the other side, it's not good. <laughs> It's good in the aspect of the fact that, uh-huh. uh, you know, when they say division of labor, if you mm-hmm. have division of labor, it makes work easier. Mm-hmm. It makes you, because uh, if you are the doctor, the mm-hmm. more days you're going to spend in the clinic. Mm-hmm. Yes. But the more the doctor, the lesser day you spend in the clinic. Yes. So it actually gives you a space to get to, like, mix up with people in the mm-hmm. camp, partake in other activities that is going on in the camp. Mm-hmm. Then that's uh, the, the good aspect of it. The challenge aspect of it is that, you might not be opportune to see the rare cases because, like, one time they say one of our colleagues here, mm-hmm. a cop member gave birth at night and I wasn't on duty. Wait, this this count? This count. Are you serious? Yeah. This sounds very calm. These are very what? good. <laughs> Somebody delivered a baby. And what? Oh, I was dang. Night, I, I wish I should have been there. So wow. I also, like, commended the guys who handled the case. Are you, you know, serious? Oh, done boy. those things out of the facilities oh, when the facility has ah. now. They did it. I said, wow, you guys did well. 
Wow, I did not <laughs> expect that. Nah, you see, those are the things that you see. Wow. Mm. So, what can you say for? I guess we we'll have two people that you can give some help to those doctors who are getting ready to serve in Nigeria at any point. What can you give them and come kind of advice? Um, I think that uh, the advice I only have to give them is that they need to like work hard during their training because if you come here with a blank head, my brother, sorry, you're seriously going to like face a lot of challenges. <laughs> and you call yourself a doctor, <laughs> <laughs> you see I trust that they've been doing their best to uh, make everything. But any opportunity you have to mm-hmm. uh, grab, any experience you have to just like do that mm-hmm. and grab it and you know come to the camp. You know, it's another way for you to because outside there you have your seniors to always consult when things but mm-hmm. at camp is where you can okay put your own self at test that okay now i'm in charge mm-hmm. of this kid yes i can take care of this one yes. and you yes. run it that's how it mm-hmm. is so they should all work hard to make sure that the experience are all sinking mm-hmm. and they get all they could get outside there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what about for core members those who are not medicals what can you give them um, advice for coming to camp um i i think uh, that's the where the the medical fitness that you come into the camp comes into play. Aha. <laughs> so that's where the medical fitness comes into play. Ta, ta, ta. If uh, you you know you are not fit to be in camp, mm-hmm. seriously, mm-hmm. Uh, considering the condition in this camp, mm-hmm. being that like I said, the facilities are not there. Mm-hmm. If you know you are having any health challenges, please don't hesitate to indicate so that they know how to exempt you from being in camp, yes. and it's actually like gonna like help you in a long way because you mm. come into the camp and drugs maybe they are out of drugs sometimes mm-hmm. the equipment to test your machineries to use and resuscitate you when mm-hmm. you go into unconsciousness is not there so you, you can see you're putting yourself at risk so mm-hmm. before you come into camp you really need to undergo that medical fitness and make sure you're fit and mm-hmm. pray that everything goes successfully mm-hmm. throughout your campaign time yes and adding to that too if you are planning to redeploy and you're you are planning to use one of your health challenges you have, and you put on your medical fitness test that you are completely, we have no outstanding challenges. Now, you you have a problem with that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the thing, I think uh, everything uh, is a structure. Mm. Yeah, they are, they've really like structured things the way it should be. Mm. Uh, those who use their health issues mm-hmm. as a reason for redeployment, mm-hmm. There's a there's an interview organized yes, for them, yes. and where they were being interviewed yes. by doctor. So I was screens. part of the crew that yes. interviewed them. When you see the <laughs> fake or someone <laughs> trying to malinga, <laughs> <off, the wheat laughs> so the you will be as a doctor, you'll be able to pick. Be like this guy, you, you know, this is You know, some of them I I laugh and they feel bad. I laugh. Uh. <laughs> You call, you came to me with a condition that you're having a condition. I would like ask. Sometimes when I open the medical report, I I I will see the the, the condition written there or the diagnosis written there. Mm-hmm. I will ask them what what do they say is wrong with you. Some uh, of them could not. They go, they can't remember. Know. I, was, I said, so you don't even know what's wrong with you. Yeah. And you go as far as asking them, okay, uh, what are the symptoms you have? Mm. You will have. And some of them will be saying some funny funny things. You understand? Uh. Which is quite funny. Uh, I remember a case that said that. Uh, he has cornea lossa, and uh, cornea lossa is a condition that affects the eye. Uh, so Anna asked him, so where exactly is disturbing you? He started pointing his abdomen, like, 
I should die. His abdomen, he has ah, a sign in his abdomen. So oh it's, boy. those things are there, but notwithstanding, there are still some mm-hmm. very, very genuine ones yes, that you just see them, you ask them questions, you yes. know that, okay, these people really need to deploy, yes. redeploy due to their health challenges. Yes. That's really good. Wow, this has been really informative. Yeah. Thank you very much for being on this show today. Once again, tell them your name and where you are from. Okay, thank you very much too. My name is Dr. Iyoke Ignatius Ifani. I hear from Enugu State. Dr. Iyoke, so how can they reach you if they want to follow you on any platforms? Where where, where do you? All right, I, I have my phone number, which is 80 nice. It's also my WhatsApp number. You can actually reach me there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my Facebook name is Iyoke Ifani. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instagram user account is IG, IG double e mm-hmm. slash boy ig okay. boy yeah. so you and all these links are going to be in the description yeah, so you yes. can check him out from uh, there yes okay. Thank, okay. thank you for being here dr yoke yes okay guys have a wonderful day and see you next time thank you.